0: You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe that helps people who feel far from God to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. For more fresh content, check City Tribe on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. Enjoy the message, and welcome to the tribe. Now, here's Doug Robbins. It's great to be with you guys today, whether you're watching online or here in the Cameo Theater. Today, we're celebrating dad bods and dad jokes, you know. And uh, like one great father told me this last week, some people think that dad jokes are bad jokes, but they're really rad jokes, aren't they? And so, hey, would you turn to someone that looks like a father near you and tell him, you're a trophy dad? <laughs> That's good times today. And so, uh, there's this guy I know named Roger and he is a really good father. And he told me a story that really shaped the way I view fatherhood. He explained to me the day when his teenage daughter come to, came to him and she had tears in her eyes and she said, dad, I'm pregnant. And Roger couldn't hide his disappointment in his face, but he had a thought in that moment that he believed to be a God thought. And the thought was simply this, the way you respond to her right now will shape her view of God for the rest of her life. And in those moments, Roger embraced his teenage daughter and loved her through that time. And it did shape her view of God for the rest of her life. And so men, I know that it's in your hearts to want to shape people's view of God in a positive way. And the way we get there is through being men who are above machismo. So could we make this declaration together today when I point to you, men, that's I'm a man above machismo. And that's for all men in the room, whether you're currently a father or perhaps going to be a spiritual father someday or going to be, you know, a biological father someday. Ready to make the declaration, men? Here we go. Ready? I'm a man above machismo. Let's say it one more time. I'm a man above machismo. That's what. We are. And men, my purpose in this service today is not to discourage you or beat you down because, men, how many of you know we got enough uh, forces in this world that are trying to beat us down as men? My heart today is to encourage you as men to be the kind of man that I know is already in your heart to be. And today we're going to take a brief break from our study in the book of Revelation, and I want to encourage our fathers. Now, there's this unusual connection between our view of our fathers and our view of God. There's this interconnection between those two things. That's why the great A.W. Tozer said this, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And here's why, because when people get their wires crossed on what God is and they think about God in the wrong way, uh, it, it affects them for the rest of their lives. It keeps them from actually worshiping and interacting with the real God. You see, if we have the wrong view of who God is. And Jesus said it like this. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen who? the Father. Did you know that Jesus referred to God as a Father 189 times in the Gospels? So isn't it important that we have a good view of God as Father? So how many of you have a Father? Just raise your hand real quick. Okay, if you've got a Father, what I'm saying today affects you. So just because I'm going to be encouraging the men today doesn't mean that what I'm saying doesn't affect you. And so if... One of the primary metaphors for God in the Bible is father. What would our spiritual enemy's primary objective be? You know. To warp people's view of earthly fathers. The enemy is trying to wreck fatherhood. And thus, if he can wreck fatherhood in your mind, he can wreck how you view God. He can keep you from understanding who the real God is. See? See? So I'm not Dr. Phil, and don't claim to be. But I have spoken to in private, in person, to crowds and groups of high school, middle school, and college students and young adults, thousands over the past 30 years. And I can tell you that in many, many, many of them, that their successes or their struggles oftentimes go back to... A relationship with an earthly father. Because every person longs for the protection and the blessing of a good father. A lot of ladies I've seen have gone to get male affection in dysfunctional ways because they're trying to replace or fill in the affection that they did not get from their father. I like the way author Anne Lamott puts it when she talks about one of her relationship failures. She says, having failed once again to get my father's dog suit to fit this man, he did not want to wear it. It did not fit him any better than it had any of the other men that I've loved since my daddy died. Isn't that the truth? And so as we talk about fathers today, remember, I'm not just talking about biological fathers. I'm not just talking about adopted fathers, but I'm also talking about spiritual fathers because we know here in the church, that the church is made up of spiritual mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters and sons and daughters. Remember, we always say we're a family here, not a franchise, see? So younger friends, what I hear from you, because I know we have a lot of Gen Zs and, you know, younger millennials in our church, and I keep hearing from you guys that you're not looking for another slick church with a really great technology and Instagram, but you're looking for a church that's actually a family where mothers and fathers will come alongside you, mentor you, love you, and show you the way forward. And that's what we're aspiring to be here at City Tribe Church. But before we can learn about being good fathers, what a good father is, we all have to kind of acknowledge our father filters because we have them, don't we? We all have something that our mind filters the word father through. Because some of you had absent fathers. Some people have had abusive fathers. Some people have had good fathers. And some have had what I would call trophy dads. You know the trophy dad? He's handsome. He's the perfect balance of stern as well as, you know, Uh, thoughtful and sensitive and stuff, you know, Uh, then I think of a trophy dad is coach Eric Taylor from that TV show, Friday Night Lights, because he was like this awesome dad, you know, great dude, but he's stern and good looking and, you know, sensitive all at the same time. And we have a lot of trophy dads in our church, don't we? I mean, as I look out at this room, I know a lot of you awesome trophy dads that you love your kids and you would literally give your lives for your kids and I know it there are a lot of awesome dads represented in this room watching online right now this minute and one of the things that we're going to see in the Bible is that fathers have a heart to give fathers have this heart to give don't we And we see this in Matthew chapter 7, verse 9 through 11, where Jesus says, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father, who's in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask him? Now, dads, I understand that we can't give our kids everything they want right? Because if we give them everything they want, they'll be more spoiled than they already are, okay? Uh, But what I do know about you as fathers is that when your kids really want something, I know it's in your heart to give it to them. We would give them the world if we could, wouldn't we? Um, And what does that tell us about our heavenly father? If we just being, you know, earthly guys, how much more would he want to give? And in this passage, it's like, If you go to God and you ask him to provide for you, his heart is to provide. This passage we just read is about being filled with the spirit. And if you ask for a fresh filling of the spirit, it's in God's heart to want to give it to you. If your heavenly father asked you to give something up, it's not because he's trying to take from you. He's a giver, not a taker. The only reason our heavenly father asks us to give him something is because he wants to give us something better than what we had before. That's God's heart for us. You see, so the very heart of the gospel is John 3, 16, one of the most popular Bible verses around, right? God so loved the world that he did what? He gave. It's in God's heart and it's in the heart of all the fathers that are a part of our church. We want to give. And it's a good thing because fathers and all of you, mothers, brothers, sisters, all of you, come August, I'm going to ask for a big give here. Let me explain what I mean. During the pandemic, there were two groups that had it really hard. Students in school and our street friends. Students and educators and street friends, right? So because of this, uh, this last Friday, I guess, a few of us did a little event on the down low, we didn't tell everybody about it. But we did an event for our street friends, you know, called Community Karaoke Night. And we invited people, we went and invited people under, from under the bridges and all over downtown into the cafe next door to get in in the air conditioning. And, you know, a lot of times when you do homeless ministry, churches do it. They just feed a bunch of people and then they preach at them. Well, we decided to not do that, but we decided to, hey, invite people in. Feed them some pizza, give them some supply bags for out right in the street, let them get in the air conditioning and put them up on the stage and let them be the stars and sing karaoke today. It was one of the funnest times I've had in a long time. I mean, it was a rowdy good time. And so if you think that would be fun, then mark your calendars for August for what we're calling Community Week, where we're gonna have two different serving giving opportunities. One is related to our street friends when we do on August the 6th. It's going to be the first Friday of August. We're going to have community karaoke night right here in the theater. It's not going to be next door in the cafe. It's going to be right here in the theater. You guys can come carry, come sing karaoke if you want to right up here where I'm standing. We're going to feed people. We're going to invite our whole community out here on the east side of San Antonio. And a lot of us is community week, because we're going to have to go, a bunch of us, a bunch of you, uh, are going to go underneath the bridges and all over here, and we're going to invite street people, because we're going to give preference to our street friends. If they need a seat, and we're in that seat, we're going to give up our seat for them, because community week is about us serving them, not, you know, us getting preferential tre- we- preference to street friends. Does that make sense? So, that's going to be fun. F- remember, first Friday of August, August the 6th is gonna be community karaoke night. Now, the second thing we're gonna do is to serve students. And the way to serve students is not just give students stuff. It's to serve students through educators. We're gonna help our educators through a nonprofit organization called SALT, led by Jen Maestas. She'll be giving a talk here in the coming weeks at City Tribe Church. And she's told us the exact supplies that educators need to help out students in their rooms. And so we're gonna give monetary donations, like money, so that these educators can get some Amazon credits on their Amazon accounts so that they can get some of the supplies that they need. And we'll bring some supplies as well that we'll give to them. Because how many of you know teachers are sometimes going out of pocket to supply what students need in their rooms? And we wanna help here at City Tribe. So, on August the 8th is going to be the Sunday. So remember, Friday night, the 6th, is going to be karaoke night. August the 8th is when we're going to finish up taking up our big give, our offering for students through educators. So that's going to be a good time. Hey, what's not to love about karaoke with the homeless and helping out some Teachers, anybody gonna anybody excited about this and ready to participate in this with me? Okay, it's gonna be good. Good. Now let's get back to fathers for a minute. Now there's nothing that breaks a father's heart more than not being able to give, because fathers, we know that it's already in your heart and you want to, but when you can't, I know it hurts you, and that begs the cr- the question: What about when we fail as fathers? And this is the point, dads, where. I want you to give yourself something today. I want you to give yourself some grace today for the ways that you've not lived up to your own standards. We sometimes fail, but look, don't let failures or struggles or things you did wrong in the past keep you from getting up now and shaping someone's view of God for the future. You know what our kids need today? Kids need to see a man who knows how to repent and turn back to God. Because kids are smart enough to know that everybody screws up and makes mistakes, right? They need to see men who know how to humble themselves, be men above machismo, and repent, and that will show them how our good heavenly father forgives and restores his kids, doesn't it? So repent well, men, when you struggle. And one of the things we have to come to terms with, men, and I know this is going to be hard because it goes against the machismo in all of us, is that even though we shape someone's view of God, we're not God. Can I tell you? We're not God. In fact, if you're a trophy dad or if you have a trophy dad, what I want you to understand today is that God's not just a bigger, better version of your trophy dad. God transcends all mothers and fathers of any sort. He's way beyond us. He just had to take the little metaphors that maybe we could connect with to explain who he is. So would you guys make a little declaration with me today? I'm not God is the declaration, men. Can we say it together and this will break down machismo in us when I point to you. You ready? Here we go. I'm not God. It's really good for God to be in his position. His position is filled, and he's not giving it up anytime soon, and none of us would be good at it. So we're not God. We humble ourselves before him. Look, even the very best fathers cannot bear the weight of divinity. See, he is the Lord. And perhaps a part of our healing today is to bless our earthly Fathers, I'm going to challenge and encourage some of you to forgive your dads today for not being perfect, to forgive your dads for the ways that he's hurt you or disappointed you in the past. And I want to tell you part of the reason why is that there are people in this room that have lost their fathers and they'd give any amount of money to be able to bless their dad today, to be able to bless their dad and forgive him for ways that. He was imperfect. And as you think about forgiving your own father, reflect and think just for a minute about what he dealt with growing up. Think just for a minute about what your dad's dad was like and some of the factors that surrounded his struggles and issues in this life. And perhaps that will give you a little bit of empathy for your father. And here's what I want to empower you with today is that you can break the cycle of bad parenting if that's what you experienced growing up. You have the power to break the cycle of parenting struggles through blessing your father. You bless him. You focus in on what he got right, not just what he got wrong. Today's not what he got wrong. Today's what are those things, if anything, it just it, There's got to be at least one little thing that he got right. And you focus on that to bless your earthly father. I have a list for my dad. I just texted him earlier today. It's like, Pop, thank you for being involved with my sports teams. Pop, thank you for uh, the ways that you you taught me, the ways of the outdoors, you know. Pop, thank you for, like, Taking me to church, so I had the best opportunity to learn about Jesus and make my own choice about believing in and following Jesus. So, another significant truth that we're going to see in the Bible today is that fathers have a heart to carry. Do you know that? Fathers have a heart to carry their kids. And if you want to learn a principle in the Bible, oftentimes it's helpful to apply what's called a hermeneutic or a principle of interpreting, which is called the first mention principle. If you look where some concept is mentioned for the first time in the Bible, it'll shape the way that concept plays out in the rest of the Bible. And the first mention of God as father is in Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter one, verse 30. It says, the Lord, your God, Who is going before you will fight for you as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes and in the desert. There you saw how the Lord your God, look at this, carried you as a father carries his own son. Can I see a raise of hands, men, of all of you dads who have ever carried a kid in, a sleepy kid from the minivan or from the car? They're like wet noodles, right? And you just like scoop them up out of that car seat and you carry them into the house and they don't even know how they got in bed. They just wake up the next morning because it's your heart to carry your kids. And dads, I think you're going to relate to this next father. His name is Dick Hoyt, and I want to show you his story and how he carried his son. Take a look. father carried you know dick passed away in march 17th of this year 2021 but not before he showed his son rick a picture of god that rick will never forget and i don't think we will either will we a father who carried his son and as we think about carrying our kids or our spiritual kids I want to give you some ideas about how we can do that. You know, sometimes our 20-somethings may need help with a bill to help them carry their home budget. Maybe there's a angry, hormone-raging teenager that's saying angry things at you, and it's the hormones, the demons of hormones, talking through them, right? And dads, you just forgive them and de-escalate it and give them some grace in that moment. Maybe there's a spiritual daughter that dads you need to speak into and tell her she's beautiful and worthy of love. Maybe there's a spiritual son that's relapsed and fallen down and you give him the hand of grace to reach down and pick him up and help him to keep walking, get back on the saddle and ride again and walk with God. And one of the things I've seen over the years is that some men will buck up and say, I don't need my earthly father. I don't need him. You know why your reaction says so strong? Because there is something in your heart that wants a God. That loves you and an earthly father that will protect and bless you. Ask me how I know. I said that a time or two. And, th- and thus, I want to give you a blessing today if you'd receive it. For some of you, your earthly father would say exactly these words I'm saying because your earthly fathers love you a lot of them. And even if you didn't have or don't have a good earthly dad, would you receive this blessing from a spiritual father that loves you today? So put your hand out in a position to receive if you'd like to receive this. I bless you, precious child. You're so loved, specially created by God, unique and wonderful. I'm so proud of you. You're the son, the daughter that God delights in, and I have this special privilege to call you my child and to watch you mature. I speak life into you. May the blessing of the Lord be on everything that you do. I bless your relationship with Jesus that you may have an intimate and loving relationship with him. I bless your relationships with your spouse and children or your future spouse and children that joy and peace will fill your home. I bless your mind with the spirit of wisdom from the Lord. I bless your desires that They will be in unity with the desires of Jesus. I bless you and release you into the gifts that God has given to you to fulfill his plan for you. I love you, awesome child. And so now let's turn, and I hope you receive that blessing, but now shall we turn from receiving a blessing to giving one back to our heavenly father? Because remember what A.W. Tozer said. What comes in to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And for some of you, you had an earthly father that is or was such a great blessing to you. And as you sing to your heavenly father, you can just thank him. And I know this year is particularly difficult for some because some have lost parents this year lost awesome dads and you can sing and praise God our heavenly father and thank him for the awesome earthly father that he gave you that shaped your life and pointed you towards a positive view of God and even if you had a bad dad you can still praise our heavenly father because his good fatherhood and love for us trumps any dysfunctional fathering that we've experienced right so would you guys stand with me now and let's worship that good father in heaven your goodness to us to your kids to provide and help and change and heal and we thank you that you're not just a good god to us and a good father to us but you love adopting new kids into your family and showing them your love as well and as we pray and talk to him and if you've never started a love relationship with god and you want one Maybe just talk to him in your own heart right now, just between you and him, whether you're watching online or here in the room, just say something like this. Look, God, I know I've sinned and struggled, but right now in these moments, the best I understand, I'm choosing to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross as my substitute. He died there for my sin. And then he rose again from the dead to give me new life and allow me to be your daughter, your son, God. So God, welcome into my life as my perfect, good, good father. We pray these things in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Everyone said, amen. Amen. Will you guys go ahead and take a load off just for a minute. And as we Wrap up today. Just a couple of things I want to remind you about. One is that if you'd like to get involved in a tribe or you'd like some prayer today, just walk right outside and uh, someone would be happy to pray for you at the prayer tent. Also, next Sunday, we're going to get back to Revelation, the book of Revelation, when we study the church of Thyatira. And if you've ever wondered why you're not hearing from God, One of the common reasons why people don't hear from God, we're going to touch on from the book of Revelation as we study the church of Thyatira next Sunday. So we'll see you next Sunday. Now, as we think about our worship through our generosity and financial stewardship today, men, fathers, and men of every sort, we wanted to give you something today. So we gave you these uh, city, tribe, koozies, either when you came in or when you go out, you get one of these. And also we'll have some drinks for you men as you go out either door. So fill up your koozie with a drink and it's a drink where you can still drive home. So uh, make sure and grab one of those as you guys take off today. And we, we're trying, those of us that follow Jesus, we're trying to Kind of obey what the scripture teaches, which is that we bring like a first priority, like the first thing that comes out of our accounts. We want it to be our tithe at our local storehouse, the church, because dads, men are literally being changed here at this church. I get to tell you story after story after story after of men and fathers who are being transformed and making families better and making neighborhoods in the world a much better place because of what you guys are investing in financially. So thank you guys for that. If you're new to City Tribe. We don't pass buckets or plates to take up the offering to fund the ministries, but what we do is we give you four other ways to donate. You can donate by mail. If you're watching online, you want to mail it in. You can send it to the P.O. box number that's on the screen. If you do everything by text messaging, you can text the number on screen. I think it's 74483 and follow the instructions there. Or you can donate at the giving stations that are located near the exits of the theater. And if you forget all of what I just said, go to citytribe.church slash tithe. And there you can either give online or... You can uh, get information about how to give in one of the other ways I just mentioned. So before you guys worship through your generosity, let's stand up together and receive these words of benediction over you. Dear brothers and sisters, as you walk from this place, may you know that you have a good, good father who seeks to give to you and he carries You and so allow the good father to carry you from this place, and men be men above machismo and walk from this place to show others a view of our good, good father. Have an amazing day! Love you guys. We'll see you next time. We're glad you were part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check citytribe.church.